Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Joe Stevens is a certified mindful movement coach, helping clients to reduce stress through movement and mindfulness techniques. Joe is passionate about helping others to step out of the comfort zone and learn to accept themselves for who they are. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hi, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And I'm looking forward to talking about our theme of mental well-being today. But first, I thought, you know, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to this point where you can talk about mental well-being? Yeah, I've been actually on a little bit of a journey, to be honest. Um, I was a stay-at-home mum. My husband was in the army, like, for 27 years. So I stayed home with um, our kids because we kind of thought that one of us needed to be there for our kids because he was away quite a lot. And for me, mental health came into it when my husband was actually um, diagnosed with PTSD about five years ago. So, yeah, that's going on that mental health journey with him made me look into mental health. With that, have you had other, uh, like I know your business is about mental well-being. Maybe if you told us a bit about your business too, that would actually um, help listeners know what we're talking about. Well, I'll start first with, so I actually used to be um, a teacher aide actually at um, a special school and I loved doing that. And, but it was when my husband was diagnosed and I realised that, you know, I couldn't actually help him, like, you know. And so when I, for me, it was like, um, you know, I was trying so hard to take care of the family, take care of each of my kids and everything like that, that my mental health went down and I actually was diagnosed with depression. I, you know, decided when once he got diagnosed and he was being taken care of by the professionals, that it was time for me to take care of myself. And it was, I, I remember the end of 2017, I gave up, I quit my job. And I started the year of Joe, I like to call it, um, 2018, the year of Joe. And I started doing more personal development. And that was when I met my business partner, Jody Nelson, and we started the Zen Zone. And the Zen Zone is all about mindfulness programs helping you to take control of your mental well-being. So that's where it all sort of came from. And we talked to Jody last episode, so it was great to get her point, point of view as well about gratitude. So... Where I want to go with this is maybe if we started with talking about, you know, people who are not actually looking after themselves mentally, because we often see them looking after themselves physically, don't we? That's the first point they go to, but they're not looking after their mental well-being, and quite often it gets down that road way too far before they realise they should have done something, you know, a long time ago about their mental well-being. Absolutely, and, and I think that's, you know, like what I was talking about a little bit before about myself, you know, I... I was so busy taking care of my family and everybody else. And, and like, and we do, we, we automatically always think about taking care of ourselves is by working, by eating well and, you know, working out and making sure that we're physically well, but we don't really take care of our mind. And then through the personal development that I was doing, I was learning about gratitude and mindfulness and and you know bringing that positivity into your life every day and I noticed the changes in myself and that's when I realized that more people I just want to give that to more people and let them take control of their own mental health 
Mm. And when you talk about personal development you're doing for yourself, what sort of things, like you mentioned gratitude now, but what else were you actually doing for yourself? Um, so, yeah, I was going to holy, a lot of different workshops. So my first thing that I did was I did, went to saw Mindful Movements is what I um, teach now, but it was called Emotion Yoga and it was with um, Jonathan Deo. And I was quite surprised because I struggle with flexibility and we're talking for about, um, you know, physically taking care of yourself. Um, but I had done like, you know, all your classes, your pump and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted something that I could relax with and just like gentle stretching. And I, could, I really struggled with yoga. So for me, the mindful movements when I, done, when I met Jonathan, and sorry, called Emotion Yoga then, I loved that I could, you know, stretch, relax, breathe. And learning to breathe was, is a massive thing for mental health. Learning to stop and take those breaths is so important. And just by doing that, I felt a complete change in myself. So first doing the, um, as I said, learning the emotion yoga and then starting my own business with that, using it in the Zen zone and doing the mindful movements um, was probably my first personal development. Then I actually did work with Jodi as well um, because Jodi's a coach. So that's, I went to her for some help. We went through that whole personal journey, understanding like uh, my triggers, where these things were coming from, you know, my need to help everybody because I do have that need to help everybody and how to take control of my own, you know, mental health and that I had to put myself first, that it wasn't actually being selfish, putting myself first. And through that, like, um, so Jodie and I knew each other personally, but through that professional thing and just getting to know each other, we both realized that we were on the same journey then. And that's why I think that, you know, we created the Zen zone together. Talking about a lot of my clients as well. Um, I, I see them, you know, they go, first thing they want to do is go out and get uh, physically active or something or lose weight. I think yeah. that's going to help them. But what I'm often seeing is that they're actually on that road to burnout or they're um, not just physically exhausted, they're mentally and emotionally exhausted as well. What are some of the things that you see and, that people just aren't seeing themselves. They're not looking actually after their mental well-being. Well, when I see people and they're just on that treadmill, they're just continuously going and they're thinking that they're taking care of themselves. Like, you know, with, with like, you know, the health and, and eating well and everything like that. But, you know, I see they're just flustered. They're so flustered. They can't get their, you know, things in order or, you know, write things down. And they're like, no, I've got to do this. Oh, hey, no, no, I've got to do that. And, they think that that stopping and taking that time for themselves is is inappropriate. It's not the right thing to do. And it's once they take in, they realise that by doing that is when they're going to take control of their mental health and then by then they're actually going to lift themselves up as well. Yeah, yeah. So when you see those, uh, and I assume that mainly you're working with women? Yeah, at the moment um, it's with women and we're um, going into the corporate world as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what... With women, I find, I suppose it's because we attract women because, well, we are women to begin with, um, but it is more women that have that realisation of, you know, this is not working. What can I do to make things, make some changes? What can I do to change my uh, mindset and, you know, to bring, you know, to, to take a control of that burnout to take control of my mental well-being mm. and so yeah that's who we mainly attract at the moment I would say yeah and do you find a lot of these women um, are 
thinking they have to conform to what society thinks they have to do to be super women, super mum, super partner, all that sort of stuff that contributes to a lower mental well-being than others? I think so. They think they have to do everything and be everything. I mean, I was that person. Mm. I thought I had to do everything. You know, I, I had to be, for, for many years, I was the wife, the mum, everything, because my husband was away quite a lot. Um, and then it just got to that point when he came home and, like, he got out of the army, that for me I was burning out because I thought that he would start to step up and take over those things that I had been doing for years and I became resentful and then he was actually unfortunately mentally unwell, like, you know, he was needing some mental help and, like, the professional help and it was a struggle and as me as a woman, like, going, this is not working, what am I doing wrong? I kept thinking, what am I doing wrong? Without realising that, you know, it wasn't really my husband's fault either, but it was just the situation that we were in. And once I, like, you know, took control of myself um, and then, you know, as I, you know, say in the airport, like you're on the plane, you know, put the oxygen on yourself first, then take care of others. It wasn't until I'd done that that changes in our family started to happen. Mm. And I've definitely found the same thing that they, a lot of women are very resentful and cynical and that's how you can tell that they're on the road to burnout. I often talk about that. If you're feeling that anger coming up all the time, that's emotionally burnt out. If you're feeling, you know, you're just getting stressed all the time, it's not just the physical side, it's that you can't cope with things. But those feelings of resentment, cynicism, I'm not good enough, can really beat them down, can't it? It can, and it can really take uh, over yourself. And like you know, and that's what uh, was really was happening with me. I was so resentful of my husband. I was so angry because I was thinking, here's this man that I married. He's no longer that person that I married. And you know, I'm, at one point I was thinking of leaving, but then I, when I went on my journey, I you know went and got some counselling. We got some counselling together, and that's when I realised it's like no, I'm, this is, you know, a, a point in our marriage, as I say, for, you know, for better or worse, I've got to either step up and, you know, where some women can be that step up is to, um, you know, that next level of like got to do everything and be the controller. But for me, the step up was actually taking control of my mental health mm. because the mental health issue that was happening in our family was really bringing us down. So I needed to take control of my mental health in order to be a better wife, a better mother, a better friend, a better everything. Yeah. So I've just come back from a retreat in Fiji and there was a lot of women there. It was 150 women and a lot of them had been through the same thing. I was hearing lots and lots of stories. And the common theme that I found that came out was that they weren't giving themselves permission to do things that they love, to do things for themselves, to prioritise themselves. Because that's important, isn't it, to actually get women going okay it's okay for me to ask for help it's okay for me to communicate what I need or have some boundaries and that sort of thing are you finding that as well that people especially women do not give themselves permission to live like that absolutely and that is what happens all the time Mm. women just think that no I can't do that you know I, I can't put myself first it's wrong to do that and yeah find that quite a lot I think it's um a hard one because we are taught you know that you don't ask for help. You have to be that strong woman, especially if you're a mother and you're, or, you know, and they're, or they're trying to be the best career woman and mother as well, because they combine so much now. It's not like when you can just use better stay at home or you could have a career. Now that everyone's combining everything and life is so busy because you hear that word all the time, don't you? We're busy. I'm so busy. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, I try and take that word out of my um, vocabulary now because, you know, as they say, what you think about is what you bring about. And But it's so true. Like we, we do, we think we've got to do everything, you know, and we can't take that time out for ourselves or we can't spend that money on ourselves. Oh, that's wrong for us to do that because I've got to do this for my children. We've got this happening. But just taking that time out for yourself is just so important. It's actually putting back into yourself. I'll call it the mental health bank. And that's my goal, I would like to say, is my personal goal for others is to help them to take control of their mental health. Have that mental health bank there. When you're feeling low and you're having those moments when you're not feeling yourself, you can go to that mental health bank and you can go take that out and then withdraw from it and feel better. And I think that's like, you know, why I like like the mindful movements. I like to teach people that it's about breathing. We do meditation, slow purposeful movements. It's all about being able to take that time, slow the brain down. It's so important to slow that brain down and just be in the moment. So many of us are not in that moment. So yeah, that's for me is like get that mental health bank and just have it there so you can take a withdrawal when you need it. Yeah, I love that because I do often see women, they're either living in the past or they're living, you know, in the future. What if this? What if that? And they actually forget about being mindful in the present. Yeah, so they're living in the, in the future and past too much. They're not being present and loving those moments right now. And I know something that I've written in my book is about boosters. So that's having those little things that will just boost your mood, be present, bring you back to what's actually happening right now. And... I just see too many women go, oh, one day I'll do this. Or when I have money or when I'm retire, you know, do you hear that a lot as well? Yes. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, that everybody's always like, you know, yeah, when I, I'll do that when in, in next month. Oh no, I'll, I'll do that next year. And, you know, and it's like, no, take the moment, take the time right now to do it and get it done. Yes. I do find that is that people do, they kind of think that, okay, I can't take that time out for myself. I can't afford that. Oh, no, I'll do that next year. I'll do that next time. I'll let you know when I'm going to be able to do that workshop because that sounds amazing, Joe. I'd love to be part of that workshop. But they, then in the back of their mind, they're going, oh, really, that's not, I can't do that. Like, no, it's not the right time. No, hang on, I've got to pay for Susie's shoes. I've got to pay for this. You know, and it's, it's, not, it's not wrong to take that time for yourself. You really need it. It's so important. Yeah, because it's definitely when we hear that um, saying all the time of the cup half full or whatever, you need to fill your cup first um, before everyone else's. But people go, oh, yeah, whatever. They understand that, but they just don't do it, do they? Because you really need to look after yourself. If you've got more energy for yourself, you've got more clarity and focus and you're loving what you're doing, then obviously you're going to be much better for everyone else rather than coming home and stepping at the kids for being noisy after work because you've had a big day or not communicating with your partner and just assuming they'll do stuff and then getting angry when they don't do it because you don't have the energy to have those conversations and things like that. So it's so important to actually take a step back, look after yourself so you can actually have the better relationships too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's right. And that's why I was like saying when I called it the year of Joe, that was my decision was that, no, I'm having this year for myself. I'm actually going to delve into personal development. I'm going to try new things. I'm going to do different things. And by doing that and have, giving myself that permission made a big change in my life, in my family's life. And that's what I want to teach others. I want others to understand that, that it's not being selfish. It's actually taking control of yourself, taking control of your mental health and your mental well-being. 
Yeah, that's so true. Because I just, I'm doing the same thing. And I think whether we're from coaches or we're doing what you do or, you know, all these um, women that I have been meeting out there, they've got their own businesses. They also, that's what they really want, isn't it? They want people to take control and especially women to take back a bit of that personal power and go, right, I am going to look after myself because you need to live now. If we don't live now, it's mm. not going to be a positive future. There really isn't. No, that's absolutely. And that's, yeah, and that's what I want. And, you know, we've got, we've got women's workshops and like this coming up this year and that's what it's all about, actually empowering you, empowering yourself, identifying who you are, understanding your different identities. And I think it's really important as women that we do that and we just, you know, empower ourselves and then we can move forward and we can take care of our family. We can take care of um, our, what's going on in the world. So I think it's much, very important to take control of your own mental health. Yeah, and the key is to see the value in investing in yourself, isn't it? It's not seeing it as a cost of a workshop or a cost of a coach or a cost of a mentor or whatever it is or a program. It's an investment, isn't it, into your mental health because if you're looking after yourself, then it's like the whole thing. If you look after your, your physical well-being, you're going to have a long longer time of being physically healthy. It's the same mentally. If you invest in yourself and look after it regularly yes. every day, then it's a, it's a well worth investment, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I love this topic. It's actually super, super fun talking about the different ways that women should. And I hate using that word, but, you know, come on, women, we need to get out there and start looking after ourselves and take a bit of that power back for ourselves. And it will be amazing what that ripple effect will be like. So if people want to find out more about your workshops or about what you do, what's the best place they can contact you? Well, they can find us on Facebook, uh, find The Zen Zone Australia, or you can go to our website, which is thezenzone.com.au and find all of our information on there. Love it, love it. And I'm sure that people, you know, especially if they can get to one of these workshops, it's a great investment. So thank you so much for your time today, Joe. Love talking to you. I enjoyed it, Leanne. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Igniters, it is so important to invest in your mental well-being. We tend to focus on the physical, but our emotional and mental well-being is key. If you want to connect with Jo, go to her website, thezenzone.com.au. For more on going from burnout to balance to bucket list, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.